Okay, so last time we started on the ground and worked our way up. Yep. I think that worked. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's say uh, I'm going to ask you again for something that's in your bag of tricks that's uh, proving to be useful. <sighs> um, oh, shit. I got to go change my parking. I don't want to get a parking ticket. Hold on. Give All me right. two minutes. I just have to run downstairs. I'll be right back. Hold on. Uh, Alright, I'm back. How long was that? I don't know. Not two minutes. Oh, great. Okay. So I have a hard stop at 315. Um, we can at least get one uh, solid episode in. Okay. So I'm going to catch my breath. So a tool that is working well. Let's see here. Mediocre. I'll settle for <laughs> Um, hmm, hmm, <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. What do you got? <clears throat> you got a tool? You got something? Uh, I have a couple. I don't know if they really counted. I mean, I kind of wanted to maybe talk about Calendly, maybe, or just online scheduling in general. Okay, let's do that. I mean, you know, from your ivory tower, I don't know if such things apply these days, but, uh, for those of us on the ground floor, it's kind of fun. <laughs> so, so here's my take on Calendarly. Um, I I hate when someone <laughs> sends me a Calendarly. I just hate it. Um, from this context, okay. So, if I reach out to you, so Joey, I would like to do a podcast with you, and I say, Joey. Let's do a podcast together. And you're like, sure, man. I'd love to do a podcast with you. Here's my calendarly schedule time. I'll be there. I have no problem clicking that link and scheduling something. What drives me effing bananas is when someone sends me a cold message and says, hey, I'd love to well, message you yeah. or I'd love to have a chat with you. And I'm like, okay, let's have a chat. And then they send me a calendarly link and say, just pick a time. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, you're the one that reached out to me. And now I got to do the work of clicking your calendarly and scheduling a friggin' time? No, it doesn't work that way. Like, that, that's just aggravating. Like, you, you cold emailed me. You probably cold emailed 400 other people. And then you just passively send them a calendarly. It's like... I'm absolutely not doing that. Like I refuse to do that. Like you just, I probably will not have that meeting with you now. Like that's my opinion of, of how to, how to use Calendarly properly and how to use Calendarly like an a-hole. Well, that seems, I mean, that seems more along the lines of just being a general decent human being though. Is that not, I, I don't know that that's a scheduling thing more so it is like being a, just an idiot thing. Yeah. You're probably, that's probably a very good observation and you're that, I mean, that sounds right. I just, oh, it's just like, cause here's the thing. And I love, uh, having chats with people. I, I do. Um, but I will say that the, I just want to pick your brain email is a very yeah. tough one. It's a very tough mm -hmm. one. It's not that I don't want to talk with you. I'm just really busy. Like everybody. I'm, you know, I'm not more or less busy than mm -hmm. others per se. I just 
I have a It's more selfish than it needs to be. Yes. It's like, so you, so, so I have a full-time job. I have a family. I have things I have to achieve at the job. Mm -hmm. I have errands I have to run. I have people I have to manage. I have goals I have to hit. All these things I want to work out. Uh, and I got to take a half hour out of my day so that you can pepper me with questions for free. And, and, and I get it. They're looking for advice. So they have a question, but it's like, okay, here's how you go about the pick. I want to pick your brain properly. This is, this would be my suggestion. If you've ever wanted to pick someone's brain, first of all, never use the term. I want to pick your brain. <laughs> it is yeah. turn off number one, because it's a hundred percent self-oriented, right? You picking my brain one is like sounds uncomfortable and oddly like like gross. Yeah, like it's like um, it's like sexual in a very devious kind of way. Like it's super weird. I just I don't like kind it. A, I don't like it at all. It's a family show, Ryan. It's a family show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all hyped up today. Um, is it Friday? What day is it today? It's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. We got a few before we get there. Um, so it feels like a Friday for some reason. Um, so. I don't like it. It's very selfish. And basically it says, I don't care about your time or what you're trying to achieve. I just want you to give me the knowledge that you've worked your ass off for, for free (laughs) so that I can have it. I don't want to work that hard. Like, I don't want to go figure it out. I don't want to watch countless YouTube videos, produce countless YouTube videos, write, you know, a thousand blog posts, you know, I don't want to do any of that hard work. I just want you to give me the answers. That's what I want to pick your brain is. And, uh, and it really is a tough one. Um, so never use the term, pick your brain second. And second, if you reach out, have a very specific question. Cause the other thing about pick your brain is who the F knows what you're going to ask me. You know what I mean? Like now I'm going to have to do work. Like I'm going to have to think about your responses and you know, I'm most likely fitting you in between two other things, a sales call and a management call. And I'd love to actually do some work. And now I need to like really think hard. But if you say to someone, um, Ryan, I'm really struggling with, and I'm just, I'm talking to a third person for some reason, but whatever, that's just the mood I'm in today. Ryan, I'll accept it. <laughs> Ryan, I'm really struggling with how to edit video in an effective and efficient manner. It's just taking me a really long time. Can you give me any help, right? And then let me either respond via email or what I might say to you is, hey, let's just jump on a phone for 15 minutes. I can, I can, t- I can explain it to you. Because I, I most likely, or I'm not most likely, but there's a chance that I'll do that, especially if I have time. And I do like, especially on Friday mornings, uh, usually between 12, 10 and noon, scheduling a call or two of this nature. But if you use the word pick your brain, I immediately, I'm going to be honest with you, I immediately delete your email if you say pick your brain. Are you, are you fully prepared for the 15 uh, I need help editing video emails that you're going to get now? Well, again, I'm giving you the roadmap. I'm not promising you that I will have a meeting with you. It's, and again, it's nothing personal unless you use the term pick your brain. And then it kind of is personal because I've just told you I hate it. But, um, but this is an example. Right. So, hey, I'm, I'm struggling to do to do video editing and efficient. And, and my first response would be is I'm not a master myself. It takes me a while. Uh, just so you guys know who listening to this and give a crap. It takes me anywhere between four and six hours at a minimum mm-hmm. to edit an episode of the show. So 
So it does take time to edit video. But having gone from ScreenFlow, uh, which I would consider a very introductory tool, to Premiere Pro, um, there are some, some ways and some different ways of filming and some different shots and cuts and ways of recording audio that I could give you some guidance. I may also say, you know what, when it comes to editing, you should probably talk to Joey or you should talk to Sydney because they're better at it than I am or they may have different insights. So there's, there's, if what you're trying to get is actual information um, and you have a very specific question, you have a much, much higher likelihood of getting that information if you're very specific and you don't demand a phone call because phone calls are taxing. And this goes for everybody. Um, the best way is to work inside a space that it makes it easy for the person to give you a response. So Instagram, uh, direct message uh, via video. So if you send me, and I don't have my phone on me because it's charging, and not that it matters because there's no visual component of the podcast. I would have had it in my hand and I'm looking at it. But if you send me uh, an Instagram story, direct message, like the video thing, um, and people do this all the time with a question, I will respond to you 99.8% of the time. And that 0.2% that I wouldn't is simply because for some reason I just missed it and it was a complete and utter accident. But otherwise, I will absolutely positively respond to you. Uh, because I can get back to you in two or three 15-second clips. I can give you the answer. Oh, you should do this, then try this, try this tool, and if that's not working for you, just ping me back and I'll give you something else. Boom. Now, I was able to give you exactly what you wanted, and, and this doesn't go for me. This goes for anybody that you need something from. They've given me able to give you the exact answer that you're looking for, some help along the path, super simple, super quick, and you got what you wanted, and we made a little bit of a connection, and now I know that you're working hard, and hey, maybe... Yeah, I see you doing some stuff, and now we're starting to build a relationship. But a big, long email about why I should spend an hour on the phone with you so you can pick my brain is like the biggest turnoff ever, and I can tell you that is across the board for 90% of the people who you would want to talk to. Just never use the term pick your brain ever. Just, just literally forget that you've ever heard that term. Just never write it, can I pick your brain? It is the worst possible thing you could say. And... I have had people that I actually wanted to talk to who use the term pick, to pick your brain. And I like, I really, like I, I, it was really hard, but I didn't respond to them. And then I kind of like went backdoor on them later when I, when I swallowed all the bile that came up into my mouth when I saw that term. And I like reached out to them later and says, hey, can I help you with something? But that's like, it took that much effort to do it because of the pick your brain thing. It just drives me that nuts. That's why you need to get a podcast where you secretly record the phone call and don't tell them about it. <laughs> Double dip, my friend. Yeah, You know, it's just the, you know, I was thinking about this today and I'm going to do a show episode about this. Like you actually have to do the work. Like I, I don't know what people don't get about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was oh. like, I think about it all the time. Like I have not been the most successful guy in history, but I feel like I've been kind of successful, especially in the space that we're in the insurance space. And I have a long friggin' way to go. I'm only 36 years old. Like I got another 20 years of this. I'm never going to stop doing the things I'm doing. And 20 years of accumulation on top of the 10 I've already put in, I don't know too many people that exist in the industry today who will be able to compete with me. That all being said, that is predicated on the fact that I do the work every single day. I'm editing something. I'll watch 20 YouTube videos about, you know, 
McKinnon transitions for life or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly engaging. I'm constantly testing the tools. I'm trying this. Some of it is stupid. Sometimes I'm, you know, I get into, I'm not a good photographer, but I'm, but I want to know at least the baseline ability to properly edit a photo. And I'm, sometimes I overexpose them. Sometimes I add too much filtering. Sometimes I mess the color editing up and I'm sure people look at our, at my Instagram and they're like, he's not a photographer. What the hell is he doing? Well, it's not that I want to be a photographer. I don't, but I want to know how to create so that in moments when I need that, or I need to know how to explain it to somebody who is a photographer and will do a really good job, I can speak their language, but I do not want to be that person who's never given it a second thought. And then is like, I want the picture to look nice. That doesn't allow me to be the best version of myself. So my, this whole diatribe is based on the fact that you have to do the work. Like, like the show, your stuff, Sydney stuff, it's, it, it, it is the roadmap, right? The roadmap is there. It's, it's all there. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you still have to do the work to figure it out. Like you can want that just because the tutorial exists, like Peter McKinnon, right? I watch all his YouTube videos because he's got amazing color editing and amazing transitions and he's really good at slow-mo and I'm, and I really want to learn that from a video standpoint, but I can watch those videos until I'm blue in the face. If I don't actually go out and take video and, and create slow-mo, you know what I mean? Like slow-mo transitions or whatever I'm trying to do, I don't actually own the material. So like at some point you have to do the work. I just, it drives me nuts. Like you got to do the work. You have to. That's, that's, that's why pick your brain bothers me so much because what I hear when someone says pick your brain is I don't want to do the work. I just want you to give me the answer. And what I want to write back is the answer doesn't matter if you're not going to friggin' do the work anyways. So I feel like it's a waste of my time to even give you the answer. But then, you know, like it was funny, you know, so you were making fun of me because I said Jared uh, Bellman is my favorite or whatever. But I see dude doing the work right? Just like yeah, Woody always, Brown, right? Yeah. I see these guys doing the work and it makes me want to help them as much as I possibly can, right? Yep. They don't pay me a dollar. I don't I need know. them ever to. I want, but I want them to be successful because they're so friggin' willing. And there's, and there's tons of agents like this. I'm just signaling those two out it, because they're so willing to do the work. I literally want to help them. Like I watch what they do and I'm like, Hey, do you think about doing this? And you think, and maybe they don't want the feedback, but the whole concept is when you do the work, people want to help you. Yeah, and it, it gets a little tough because it, um, you know you only have a handful of people that you keep saying their name over and over again, and people start to wonder like what's really going on, you know? Because my one of my buddies is Rob McCarthy, and he does the work. Yes, right? he does. And yes, he, he does. Absolutely, he listens. He does the work, and and uh, you know it's just like people think like, man, I, I you know me and Rob had a honeymoon plan at one point, but we had to you know hold it <laughs> off, but. Um, it's, it's, you're right. There's just not a lot. And, um, this comes back to that. We are like way off topic, I, but I'm going to go with it because you've got to stop in a few minutes. So we're just going to, we're going to plow through it into this. I think this comes back to the people that you hang around with the most, right? Yep. Um, so it feels kind of natural for you and me, but yet when we get around people that are, are not naturally geared towards that, it feels kind of weird and depressing. Yeah. Yes. And, and so I think it's kind of maybe, like identifying that and saying, Hey, listen, maybe that it's just the people you're hanging around with, um, allow that to kind of fester and be like an actual reality for you, as opposed to not just picking Ryan's brain for 20 minutes and then going back and, you know, hanging out with the other people that, you know, don't push you to 
to do those things. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I think that's a really good point. You know, that, that whole, like you, you're the average of the five people you hang out with, like of all the super, super classic cliche business things or whatever. So that is one that I absolutely agree with it. It, Mm. I absolutely agree with it. I can tell you, uh, some simple examples. Like when I started, um, connecting with, so Marcus Sharon's a great example, right? Obviously he's a buddy of mine. He also two time speaker at Elevate. We used to do a podcast together. Um, when I started really connecting with him on a deeper level, here's a incredible family guy who's also a super hard worker who believes in the value of delivering to your customers and all the, all these same core values that I believed in just being around him made me want to work harder and made me want to think deeper about certain things that he did that I didn't necessarily put enough thought into. So I think surrounding yourself with those people is step number one. And then step number two is, um, you know, and some people will never get this right. Some people will continue to throw excuses out and they just think that people believe them. No one believes your excuses, right? You, you throw an excuse out and everyone's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the back of their mind, they're like, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yes, everybody has kids. Yes, everybody gets tired. I mean, I got five hours of sleep last night because I was watching, you know, I'm like so deep into video right now. I'm like watching how to properly, well, you, Sydney and I, the other night, were sending all these videos to each other about how to (laughs) properly shoot shots and why people do this and how to add physical comedy and all this stuff. Like, I'm so, dude, I'm so down that rabbit hole. It's not even funny. I was up till midnight. 5 a.m. club, dude. 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. My stupid alarm went off. 5.05. I was out of bed, which is actually five minutes late, but whatever. Still up early enough. And and the whole deal is if I let myself go till six and I say, oh, you know, I was up late last night. Well, then I'm not doing the work. I also lose an hour's worth of getting shit done, which I firmly believe that hour and a half to hour and 45 minutes that I put in from 5 a.m. to 6.30, 6.45 every day before my kids wake up, that hour and a half is is making is is separating me and again I'm talking very selfishness but this is this is the way I think and I try to instill this on our entire team and everybody that hour and a half hour and 45 minutes is building the gap between me and everyone else that's the way that I think right so when everybody else wakes up at at 7 and you know gets to the office by 8:39 and then makes an excuse as to why they can't put a 90 second video together about their business and then gets to the end of the day and goes, Oh, that seems like a good idea, but oh, now I'm tired. Uh, let me watch house hunters, you know, uh, gold rush replay. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to go to bed. Oh, I can't get up early. I'm too tired. Dude, I'm just getting farther and farther ahead of them because I'm now I'm on episode 35 of the show. I just, I just did, you know, whether, <laughs> whether it's a good idea or not, Next week, I'm launching a daily uh, vlog, 60 seconds or less. I'm calling it The 60, which I don't know if that's a good name or not, but that's what I'm calling it. I created the video this morning. It's about on par with your other naming abilities. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a great namer. Um, uh, I had a seven-minute window between when when my kids left the house and when the contractors that are working on my house got there. I had about seven minutes. The guy texted me, and I knew where he was, and I had about a seven-minute window. And I think most people would sit their fat asses on the couch, turn on the TV or plow through some bullshit email that doesn't matter. And they wouldn't, I, I, I threw myself together. I threw 
Uh, well, I threw a hoodie on, but it is Lululemon, so it's nice. And um, and I went downstairs and I flipped, put everything together, and in four and a half minutes, I banged out the uh, kind of like the launch episode, the you know kind of the pre episode to the to the series where I'm kind of announcing it, which will go live tomorrow from recording this. I don't know when this will go live, but um, but the whole idea is like. I don't know if I'll be able to do a video show every day, but I'm going to freaking try. Because if I can pull off a daily 60-second vlog and a once-a-week deep dive in the show, and I can pull those two off, literally there's nobody that can catch me. There's nobody that can catch me in the space. In the insurance marketing space, the insurance sales and marketing space, there's no one that will be able to catch me. A year from now, and then you stack that up with another year, and you stack that up with another year, and... There'll no one who will be able to catch me. I will. I, is, that a, is that a challenge? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I hope it is. I would love that. To be honest with you, I was just no, thinking about I'm it the just, other day. It is thrilling to me, even though I would, you know, I, I'm not putting myself, I'm not going to put my ego this big. Gary V is in the insurance space now. So he is actually a competitor. Yeah. He has an event in the insurance space. He's a competitor to Elevate. And that kind of excites me. Because there's only like a few other people in the industry that I think have the chops to play with Agency Nation. I, there's, there's very, I just, I think we're that good. I think we have a lot of growing, and we have to, you know, become a little more sophisticated in some of the things we do and mature a little bit in certain spaces. But uh, if he comes into the insurance game, we have like a full blown competitor that is probably outside of intrinsic industry knowledge. Uh, ahead of us from the from a marketing standpoint and that excites the shit out of me because it's like now we got to work even harder and we got to be smarter and we have to take more risks and we have to be uh you know just we have to be better we have to be better at what we do and uh and i love that challenge i just love it and um i don't know i just the, it's the work that just gets me going, you know. And and again, that Gary Vee says it all the time. That's not like my original idea, but I agree with him in that. There's a lot of things that he says that I don't necessarily agree with him on, but that is one of the things that I agree with him on. Is that the people who enjoy the work as much as the result are ultimately going to be the people that get the result they want. If you don't enjoy the work, the work's just too hard and it takes too long. You have to enjoy the work. Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite thing in the world, you know, but that you have to enjoy it to some extent. I guess I'm going to have to be careful the next time I ask you about online scheduling. <laughs> is, that, is that how we started this? The good thing is I have, I'm, I've hit my hard stop, so I can't pontificate any longer. Well, so that's good. <laughs> uh, oh, that was fun.